Bosch to the Bigs brought to you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call at 845-430-8415. Who am I? I'm Kyle Straub. He's Pat James. This is the Player Profile Series here on the Bosch to the Bigs. We really appreciate you joining us as we move along. We are on to Connor Olio. It's kind of a heavy week here for pitchers on this player <laughs> profile. We're not doing it on purpose, just going alphabetically through the roster. But Olio is a guy who, Pat, as soon as I hear that name, I immediately think back to freshman year, ACC tournament, had just one of those big-time marquee moments, helped Carolina end up winning the ACC title that season. Um, since then, hasn't had a lot of opportunities out there and kind of has been up and down since he's had them. Um, going to fit into the pitching rotation somehow this year. Where do you kind of see it happening? Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, you're talking about a guy who, you know, has 46 career appearances, 12 starts. I mean, so, I mean, as you said, just a little bit of everything so far, you know, talking with coach Brian Gaines, you know, as of right now, you know, because he has that starter experience that we mentioned, you know, they're kind of working him in that role kind of leading up to the season. You know, could be a guy who, you know, could be a spot starter working some long relief or coming out of the bullpen, you know, early, you know, when you kind of run into those instances where you just, you need some stability after maybe a big inning or something like that. Um, so I mean, definitely a guy who can give you some length, whether that be out of the bullpen uh, or in the starters role. I mean, as you said, I mean, yeah, there's been some downs here and there, but I mean, some big time moments too. I mean, you mentioned that start against Georgia Tech and the ACC championship as a freshman. I mean, coming up huge for that team, you know, as you had, you know, kind of multiple arms kind of resting. Um, but you even go back to last season. I mean, some big time multi inning performances, um, you know, big game against Duke where he went four and two thirds, allowing one run, having six strikeouts on three hits. Um, and another one, you know, another guy who stepped up huge in that Louisville series. I mean, I think we've brought that up a few times now. Uh, going four shutout innings, no hits, three strikeouts, one walk. I mean, just kind of, I mean, just so massive, just in some big spots. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just a guy who can kind of do a little bit all for you. He's a guy who I honestly think now in his fourth year on campus, you've been able to grow as a person, a little more mature. You've also been able to grow physically. I'd like to see him be able to get kind of a constant run of things. And I think the best way for that to happen is for him to be one of those midweek starters. You look at the games in the midweek that Carolina has, and it's no different than any other season, but very similar to, especially last year, almost every single one of the teams Carolina will play in non-conference is a team that is probably going to be in the NCAA tournament. And if they're not, they're going to be knocking on the door and they only don't get in because they're in a conference that doesn't get at-large bids. But there are no slouches in some really, really highly ranked teams in those midweek games. Give him the start in those games. And if he can show some consistency, which we kind of haven't seen yet, if he shows that, well, now you've got another option for the weekend. If somebody happens to stumble, if somebody needs a day off, if somebody gets hurt, you've got somebody that can slide right into that starter's role and you don't have to mess up what you're doing with your bullpen. And he's a guy who kind of has some experience in that role as well. You know, kind of early in the year, his freshman year was mostly working out of the pen, but you saw him about, you know, mid-April or so, you know, they turned to him as one of those midweek guys, Mm -hmm. Um, had a solid start against Davidson, had another solid start against Liberty in which he allowed three runs over five and two thirds innings, and then went had uh, three and two thirds shutout innings against High Point. So, I mean, again, you know, as we talked about, a guy who's, you know, as we've talked about with a lot of these guys kind of in this stretch of pitchers, I mean, a guy who's been there, done that. You know, I, I just think that experience is going to be huge. And I think, you know, in that kind of midweek role, it could be something he could really thrive in. Because the ACC is always so tough, those midweek games, 
I think a lot of times get overlooked, but they're extremely important on that schedule for building a resume. And we kind of saw it last year where it hurt Carolina a little bit because that record in midweek games was right around 500. So it wasn't a big point of, hey, look, they've got these wins to be able to push themselves over the bubble. They kind of lived on the bubble all year long. Play a little better in those midweek games, make it a little bit easier on yourself. Have a veteran like Olio who can go out there and potentially be your every Tuesday starter would be huge. It also kind of reminds me, although it's a little flipped, of when Tyler Baum was the everyday Tuesday starter for Carolina every single week. When the postseason came around, all of a sudden he's starting to get in there in those innings, and that guy eventually became the Friday starter and a high-round draft pick in the MLB. Yeah, and I think we can't overlook at all the fact that, you know, as you kind of talked about, I mean, so many teams are kind of working through, like, I mean, who's their midweeks going to be? You know, you see it shift so many times throughout a season. And here you go, you have a guy who, again, has done this role before. He's been around the block. You know, here he is in his fourth season. I mean, to have a guy you can put in that role – I mean, that just gives you just so much extra confidence that you can go out there and kind of find trust in him. I mean, he's a guy who could very easily just retain that role the entire mm-hmm. season, I feel like, which I just think is just give you some extra confidence. I mean, and obviously, you know, the midweeks, I mean, you're used to seeing just so many pitchers kind of rolling through there. Um, so, I mean, that's just a major advantage, I feel like. Also helps out in the postseason if you've got a guy who you know is also a starter that you could throw in the mix because, as we all know, three starters are not enough to win in the postseason. All right, Pat, what is the number to know for Mr. Connor Olio? Yeah, it just kind of kind of rhymed a little bit. Yeah. Number to know, Connor Olio. That's right. (laughs) Um, Just kind of following up on kind of what we said and also following up our number to know from our last episode with Kane O'Brien. Connor Olio has 46 career appearances, which is the second most among any pitcher on this team, you know, at the D1 level. Um, So, again, just that amount of experience that he can bring to this team, I think, is just invaluable. And uh, I'm just really excited to see just kind of, you know, where he slots in. And as we've talked about so much, I mean, that midweek role, I think, could be just a spot where he could really just find a lot of success and kind of just give this team just a lot of stability. That is our player profile for Connor Olio, Tar Heel right-handed pitcher. For Pat James, I'm Kyle Straub. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you next time here on Bosch to the Bigs.